for your grace. Thank you for your love. We lift your name. of days the mighty God the Alpha and Omega the beginning and the end the all sufficient God the all breasted one the one that reigns in all we worship you this evening we thank you for what only you alone can do thank you for your miracles thank you for your wonders Thank you for your love. Thank you for your blessing. Father, tonight again, rain down your blessing upon us. Let every one of us enjoy enlargement. Help us to enjoy divine blessing. And let your name alone be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And this church said the loudest, Amen. Give somebody a high five. Say, I'm happy you are around. You are a special person. I can see the love of God all over you. The glory of the Lord is upon you. You are moving from glory to glory. Hallelujah. What a beautiful time to be alive. To celebrate the goodness of the Lord. And the goodness of the Lord will continue alive in Jesus' name. Now, I welcome Dr. Mizadeh. Welcome back after one week. Abby. You are welcome. God bless you. I celebrate Tolu Abolade. Today be your birthday. You are celebrated. You are important. Oh, yeah. Shout hallelujah to you. Stand up and shout hallelujah. Okay. Tolu Abolade is serving with Junior soon. He's a fresh graduate from uh, University of Ibadan. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you happy to be alive? Are you happy to be in church? Are you sure you are happy? If you are happy, come and shout hallelujah. We are reading Romans chapter 1, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 16. And we are talking about hearing the good news of Jesus. Hearing the good news of Jesus. I've told you before that good news is not a moral lesson. Good news of Jesus is what transforms life. Good news of Jesus is what brings enlargement. Good news of Jesus is what brings down the power of God into our life. He said, Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes. Everyone that believes. I'm not ashamed. 
hearing the good news. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. If you are there, okay. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Talking about the power of the gospel and how the gospel can bring blessing to us. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. Verse 2. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word preached. But the word which they had did not profit them, not be mixed with faith in those who had it. And the scripture is seen in vertically. Those who that had the gospel, they were not hearing it again. And that's actually they were not hearing it. Just hear it once and don't hear it again. You must be addicted to the gospel. Hearing the gospel. Hearing about the blessing of God. Hearing about the promises of God. As simple as that may look, it takes some things for you to hear the gospel and for the gospel to benefit your life. Second Kings chapter 7 verses 1 and 2. The man of God says, hear the word of the Lord. It can be well as described as, hear the gospel. Hear the gospel. Hear what God is about to do. Second Kings chapter 7 verse 1 and 2. Then Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow about this time, a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. The gospel is good news. And at times, it can look too good to be true. And that's why so many people don't follow it. But you must love hearing it. You must be addicted to it. You must be hearing it all the time so that it can bless you and profit you. And I pray that you enjoy hearing the gospel in the name of Jesus. What does it take to hear the gospel? Number one, you must trust the Lord that there is nothing he cannot do. When you don't trust God, you don't want to hear him. Some of you know, don't know that the reason why you don't want to hear about the gospel or a message of the gospel about the blessing of Christ is because you have stopped trusting him. You start feeling that there is nothing God cannot do. The only pleasure you can give God is to trust him. And the only pain you can cause him is to disbelieve him. And you say, what can his word do for me? Many are not in church tonight because they don't believe there is something special that can happen on Wednesday. They believe anytime something big must happen, crowd must be around. And that is not true. Encounter do take place. Even where there are just two people in church. Two people. God raised so many mighty men that you are seeing today in few fellowships. Not in great cathedrals on big crowd. They grew up with that encounter and they became a mighty man of follow in the house of the Lord. They never despised the day of worshipping God in a tent. We are just ten people. In fact, some of them organized the refugee. They are just two or three. And bam, God began to speak. Trusting the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. And do not lean. Don't trust on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, respect him, 
and he will bring it to pass. It takes trusting God to be consistently committed to fellowshipping with other brethren. Trusting God. You do not give up. Say, I know that my Redeemer event. All the day of my appointed time, I will wait until my change comes. My change is coming. My God is a God that answers prayer. My God is faithful. My God is good. And you are trusting God for divine intervention. Even where other people are mocking you, nothing is happening. Yet you are worshipping. Yet you are consistent. And as you are following because your heart is fixed on trusting God, he began to perfect everything that concerns you. To hear the good news, you have to exhibit an element of trust in the Lord that you have believed. You can't say, I've given my life to Christ since 1970, since 1960. I don't think I need much again. You still need much. You can't give up on hearing. Once you give up on hearing the gospel, bad news begin to enter your ear. You begin to believe in the supernatural fake powers. You begin to believe in all every kind of drama that you see. Your mind begins to tell you that this thing can happen to anybody. Oh. Anybody can be involved in an accident. Oh. Anything can happen. To hear the gospel, you must exhibit trust in the Lord. When you exhibit trust, they will reveal to you the good things they are, is about to do. As I for 3, verse 19 and 20, say, behold, I will do a new thing. Will you not know it? Will you trust me to know it? God is speaking at times, some are pressing phone. God is speaking at times, some are chatting on their WhatsApp group. God is speaking at times, some are on their Facebook. God is speaking at times, the, time, the mind of some people is far, far away from the gospel. They say, let him just finish what he want to say. We have been hearing this thing. There was a time we had a men's fellowship. Maybe the last one. We were talking about enlargement. And one of us was commenting about the message and said, now the kind of message he had today after service that he has never had that kind of message that have summarized everything that will bring blessing and enlargement to people. That if anybody can follow what he has had, Today in the service, that person will enjoy enlargement. And I remember Brahma they laughed. I made a stay and said, Bashing Bonnie, Bashing Johnny, fear alone, power left to Jashikan, Bashing Bonnie, every day is a revelation. Ah, and you say, One, yeah, you see money, but Simon Bonnie. You remember that time? You remember I said something like that? And people laughed. You can be so used to it that you don't trust it again. You must make sure that you put your attention to it. You open your mind and trust that the word is still working. The word is still capable of blessing you. That is why you say, oh, I want to hear it. Because at times when you hear the gospel, it will look too good to be true. Ah, this thing is too sweet. Are they not sugarcoating this thing? Can God do all those things? And once you don't trust him, every benefit that's supposed to come from here and then drop off you. I pray that will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Number one way of enjoying the gospel, good news. Because I hear my spirit this morning. Before the end of this month, some people here will receive letters of joy. I know if I say letters of joy, you decide that I decided to call it the gospel. God told me it is the gospel. I will bring joy, news of great joy to so many people. Tonight, news of great joy, news of great joy, letters of joys, 
news of great joy news of great joy news of great joy news of great joy we enter your phone tonight to qualify yourself for all this miracle you trust in the gospel I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ I trust the gospel it is the power of God unto salvation I trust that the gospel can handle my case the gospel is enough for me I just want to hear it once I hear it, miracle will happen. Don't develop apathy. Don't get too used to it. You are familiar to it. That it doesn't mean anything to you again. Nothing moves you about the world. You even sleep over times. When you give your life to Christ, anytime the word of God is going on, you open your ears. As you are growing older, you say, there is nothing there. You don't even listen again. You finish hearing, they say, let us pray about it. You mutter some words. And you wonder why things are falling apart in your life. You develop a heart that does not trust in what is hearing. Maybe because you have seen some disappointment in your life here and there. And say, I don't need to hear those things again. I'm not sure whether the power of God is still there. I'm happy to announce to you that the gospel will work wonders in your life in Jesus' name. Number two way to enjoy hearing the gospel of good news is by appreciating what you have. When miracle come upon your life or your ears, it will start with what do you have? What do you have? Apart from the fact that you have grace to hear, you are not trusting or any other person but what the Bible is saying, what the gospel is saying part time, what God has to say to you. You are here on Sunday, you heard the word. You are trusting God that the word will work. On Wednesday, you are coming again, say, Lord. The week is still young, is still in the middle. You can still perform another miracle before Sunday. What are you going to say to me? I'm not leaning on another man. I'm not leaning on any uncle. I'm not trusting in chariot. I'm not trusting in horses. I'm trusting in your name. You are hearing. We trust. The number two thing that makes the gospel to work in your life, you must appreciate what you have. No matter how little the devil is telling you what you have is. He say, you, what do you have? What's your qualification? You, what do you have? What's your certificate? You, what do you have? What's your connection? You, what do you have? What do you know? You, what, you are too small for God to help you. It's a lie. In 2 Kings chapter 7, lepers became instrument of honor. Why? Because they recognize the value of life. We may not have limb. We may not have leg. But as long as we still live, we still have something that can make us useful. It does not matter how little what you have is. The moment you begin to appreciate it, good news will enter that particular thing and magnify it. Second Kings 4 verse 2. A widow cried to a man of God and said, My husband loved the Lord, trust the Lord, serve the Lord, and he's dead. Hold him. And I don't like that because that's not desirable. They want to take my two sons as slaves. And the man of God say, what is the little thing that you have in your house? And the first statement that came from her, show us her attitude towards things that God has given her. Your handmaid has nothing except, except small oil. And God visited the oil. It does not matter how little what you have is, God will visit it. God will use it. 
God will enlarge it. God will magnify it. God will promote it. Okay, God Almighty will bless it. I say God will expand it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Most of the time, the devil makes us undervalue what God has blessed us with. And there's nobody like you on the surface of the heart. There's nobody with your experiences, with your background, with your history, with the way you see things. You are so peculiar in so many ways. They can talk like you, but they are not exactly like you. And you must appreciate those things. And when you appreciate those things, you will see that the blessing of God will be flowing upon your life. Appreciate what you have. Appreciate the little thing that God has given you. Most times, people come to us and say, but God has blessed you. You say, as God blessed me. Naomi returned. She returned from a strange land and she considered herself empty. But her name is pleasantness. That is the meaning of Naomi. She doesn't have anything, but there's a prophecy or a name that she carries. You may not have anything tonight, but I tell you the promise on your name will be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Amen. The prophecy of the word of God on your name will come to pass. Amen. And you know what? She had no husband. She had no sons. When people saw her, they said, Naomi has come back. Pleasantness has returned to Jerusalem. Naomi, she said, don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Call me bitterness. He said, because God has dealt bitterly with me. He said, I went out full. I came back empty. They said, no. You went back empty. You came back full. He said, can't you look at my life? There's nothing pleasant about me. They say, we can see something pleasant in the future for you. Can see something pleasant in the future for you. You must appreciate the little that she has. She has a daughter-in-law. And she considered the daughter-in-law as a stranger. But the daughter-in-law in Ruth chapter 1 verse 16 says, entreat me not to leave you. Wherever you go, I will go. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. I will follow you to the end. He said, but if my son cannot follow me to the end, if my husband cannot follow me to the end, if your other sister has left, you also will live one day. But she never knew that there's a miracle around her name. I'm prophesying to you today. It does not matter how empty you look. The miracle around your life will come to the surface. It will be made manifest in the name of Jesus. Please, Stop looking down at yourself. Comparing yourself with physical things. I don't have this. I don't have that. Rather, look at what God is calling you. Look at the little thing he has given you. And appreciate it. Because the moment you begin to appreciate what you have, good news will enter your life. The moment you begin to appreciate what God has given you, good news will enter your life. The moment you begin to look down on yourself, even when good news is coming, you will not accept it. You will not want to hear it. Righteous people appreciate small things. He said, despise not the days of small beginning. 
He said, do your beginning be small. Your later end shall greatly increase. Don't despise the days of little things. Don't let anybody write you off and say you are just a child. What can you do? David was a small boy and he killed the Philistine. He killed Goliath. He killed the major man in the battle. They say he was without experience. But he had God testimony in his life. And he fought the battle and won. You may look empty right now. You may look so small. Maybe you are even the shortest in our midst. It doesn't matter. What matters is the grace factor at work in you. The little thing that you have. You may not have any capital. You may not even look at anybody that can be successful in the future. But it doesn't matter. What matters is you appreciating the little thing that you have. In your own special way, God will use you mightily. And you become an instrument of honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't let the devil tell you to shut your ear to good news. Say, why are you going to church? What will church do for you? What can God help you? Can't you see your case is over? What do you have that God will use? Look, God will not need anything more than what you have in your life. He will not need to go to CBN and borrow money. Or to World Bank and seek for loan. God will not need to go to China and import machinery. With God in your life, what you have now is more than enough to be a blessing to your whole world. And God will use it mightily in the name of Jesus. Can't you see that anytime God wants to do something, we ask the disciples, what do you have? John chapter 6. I want to feed 5,000. He said, where can we buy? He said, go and find out what you have. And they multiply what they had. He blessed it. Fed 5,000. And there was still 12 baskets left over. Because God was that little thing. No matter how little that thing that you have tonight, may the Lord bless you mightily. Amen. Appreciate what you have. Appreciate what you have. Don't let anybody despise it. Appreciate your gift. Appreciate your calling. Appreciate the little thing that God has blessed with. And keep thanking God profusely. And good news will enter it. Now bring expansion to your life in the name of Jesus. Number three thing that's also very important. To hear good news, you must be a sharer of good news. Most of us, we are gossipers of evil news. Our mind is corrupt. Majority of us are labosis. We don't spread good news around. When good things happen to us, we don't share it. But when bad things happen around, we share it. We love evil more than good. And you cannot attract what you don't share. Majority of us are not excited about the gospel. We are not excited about testimony. We are not excited about what God has done or what God is doing. We keep quiet. But anytime something little or something little or something bad happens, we magnify it as if, oh, this is more than enough. And make us overlook all the good things that is happening around us and God is blessing us with. You know why? Because our eyes is fixed on evil news. Even at times when good news is coming around, we say, it can't be God that is doing it. It must be the devil. It must be the devil. If somebody started a business and it started growing, they started, maybe something is happening. That's why we need to share testimony. 
so that you see the hand of God. Because people have a feeling that anytime things are happening, maybe you are blessed. Oh, what's the dog was in here? So you have to be sharing testimony. People have propensity to believe in evil news, share evil news than sharing good news. If I ask you what is the good news you have received today, you probably think and think and think and think and think. Ah, the day started on his keynote. I was a little bit weak. But anyway, I managed to get to the office. What really happened? Nothing happened. You think. But if I ask you, any big news? Ah, We tend to, even when those bad news has nothing to do with us around us, we believe it, magnify it, we believe that is the word. And when you are a positive man that magnifies good news, people don't tend to see you as a realistic person. Excuse me. I'm more realistic than you. I live in a world of Christ. The world where we share good news, not evil news. I believe in good news. And that's what I share all the time. That's my business. Sharing good news is my business. So I magnify what the Lord has done, not evil that the devil is doing. I don't care what the devil is doing all around me. The gospel is about good news of Christ. Testimony upon testimony. And when you believe in sharing it, God will be doing more to you. Whether it is convenient or it's not convenient, you must magnify the doings of the Lord and let the devil put to shame. Because anytime you share the good news, God is happy. He will not come down to praise himself. You have to praise him by sharing the good news. Anytime you pray and God answer, the devil is not happy. And does not want anybody to hear it. Say, ah, what is that thing that God has done for you? He's small now. Come on, keep short. That thing might even change. What is the good news you have received? What, that's the small thing that you have received now. I remember some days we asked people to come and share testimony. So they say, God bless me with money, but I'll finish it. Oh. Don't come, I'll finish it. Oh. I'll finish the money. Oh. I say, if you want to give God glory, give him glory. If you don't want to give it to him, take it. To share good news. Because God is constantly performing miracle. The Bible says God has never left himself without a witness that indeed he is a good God. The God that we serve is a God of good news because he is good. He is constantly performing miracles, doing wonders, answering prayers, fulfilling our dreams. And that's why we must be sharing the good news of what Christ is doing. If you don't share it, you don't love it, you will not hear it. There's a scripture in, 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 in the, the psalm that my mother loved to quote. She will quote in Yoruba. He said, as much as they love good things, let it be far from them. If you, if, you, if you don't like good things, good things will be far away from you. If you are somebody that all that you gossip, it's about the things of the devil, the bad news, not what God is doing, that is what you'll be experiencing in your life. You'll be alone in your own world. You will not even see when good is coming. Jeremiah chapter 17, beginning from verse 5 to 8. That's what he says. He says, a evil man, evil man, does not see when good is coming. He will live in the salty places of the heart. Because your heart is evil, you don't like sharing good news. He said, you will not see when good is coming. He said, a righteous man will never see when bad is coming. They will always be seeing good things. 
Please put it. Let me read it. Jeremiah 17. From verse 5. Let's start with the evil man. Thus says the Lord, cause is the man who trusts a man and make flesh his strength. Whose heart depart from the Lord. Watch it. Watch verse 6. It shall be like a straw in the desert and sign no see when good come. You see it now? An evil man will never see good when it comes. Good is coming, you don't see it. Because deep down in your heart, you don't trust in the Lord. You don't believe in good news. So even when God organizes good things on your way, you will not see it. Good people on your path, you will not see it. Because you have refused to acknowledge it or to believe in it. You will not see when good comes, but shall inhabit patch places in the wilderness. Not because there are no good things in the wilderness, but because he refused to see it, all his surrounding will be wilderness. In a certain land which is not inhabited, he shall be alone. Be alone in his own world. Because his heart is corrupt. He does not like sharing good news. Watch what he says, verse 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. Verse 8. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread out his roots by the river, and will not fear when it comes. He will not see when evil comes. He will not fear. A good man will not see evil. An evil man will never see good. Can you see that now? Can you see that? An evil man will never see good news when it's coming. He will not see good news when it's coming. His heart is corrupted. So he will live in a part place of the heart, sort of place of the heart. He will complain till he die. Because he will never see good things around never say good things. The world is always against an evil man. He will never say good things. He's always sad, not happy. Why? Because he refused to see good things all around them. A good man will never see evil. So it's what you see that determines what you hear. I want to see good things all the days of my life. I want to share good news. So I hear good news all the time about people, about ministry, about what God is doing, about life of people, because that's what excites me. I'm a sharer of good news. The pulpit is for good news. If you don't want to share good news, you don't have any business with the pulpit. Because God is good. He's a good God. The altar is a place where we share good news. What does it take to hear? Good news. What does he hear? Take to hear. Good news. Receive letters of joy. Make up your mind that you're going to be a sharer of what? Good news. That's what I'm saying tonight. Find something good to share. Before the end of the journal, at church, God is blessing us. We are doing very well. God is helping us. God is good to us. God is helping us all the days. There's a lot of good news that God is doing. Don't keep quiet. Share good news. Do you know God just help us? We are moving forward. God is helping us. We are sharing good news. When you are a sharer of good news, good news will enter your life. When you are somebody that you are sharer of evil news, evil news will enter your life. You'll be a partaker of what you share. You will hit part of it. You can't be sharing good news and not be a partaker of good news. Of good news. Good news. I like sharing good news. 
like sharing good news. When you share good news, and you don't doubt good news, good news enter your life easily. And I pray for all of us tonight. Before the end of this week, good news will enter our life. I say good news will enter your family. Good news will enter your job. Good news will enter your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Raise your two hands to heaven. I'm a share of good news. Today is a day of good news. Good news will enter my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Good news will never depart from me. Turn to your neighbor. Say neighbor look at me. I am a carrier of good news. How beautiful are my feet. Because wherever I go. I share good news. I share testimony. So I receive letters of joy. Easily into my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will not close my mouth. I will share good news. I will share good news. And because of me. Many people will believe the gospel. Come and shout hallelujah. You must be somebody that is highly optimistic. About the good news. What is the Lord doing? What has he done? What is he going to do? You have to share it. What has the Lord done? Say, surely there is no enchantment against Jacob. There is no divination against Israel. It shall be said of her by this time tomorrow. What has the Lord done? Not complain. That's what we share among ourselves. What has the Lord done? What is he doing? What is he about to do? What has he started that I can see? And we should be happy sharing it. We should be happy sharing the good news. We should not be timid. We should not be timid. Sharing it. Sharing it. We should not be happy. We should be sharing good news. Because good news is always entering. Good news is always entering. Good news is always entering. And good news will enter your ears in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know what? Today we pay for the application of our university at the NUC. We paid. We paid. We applied for an upgrade. It was granted that we should pay and we have paid for the application. Oh, some say, ah, but the church is too small to receive that. Come and wait. God is doing something. He's doing something. He's doing something. God is doing something. He said, let's wait and see. When this thing was starting, I told the choir at the Ariasa, I say, if you doubt me, I don't what? I don't believe, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't what? What did I say? I will not get angry. I say, it is expected. You can look at my size. I say, no lie, you can't do it. It's a lie. Uh-uh. It's a lie now. I say, even me, when somebody was applying and I saw his paper, I said, he's wasting his time. Did I not tell you that? When his letter came out, I go with myself. I saw his name. I go with. I said, if you doubt me, I don't blame you. There is no problem. Keep doubting. 
But you are we taught the symbol like this. Is it true? Am I in another place? What is happening here? That's how good news is. Is it true? Is how many are we in this place? That's how God works. There's nothing difficult with him. There's nothing difficult with him. So we have started and we will complete it. And your eyes will see it. And you will glorify God. The mighty name of Jesus Christ. Rest upon your feet. See, I'm a sharer of good news. I share good news at all time. I am a carrier of good news. I will share good news. Because my God is good. And his mercies endure it forever. Go ahead and say, I will hear good news. I will receive letters of joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. I am a carrier of good news. I share good news. I appreciate what I have. I am a carrier of good news. I will share testimony. In the name of Jesus, I am going to share testimony in the precious name of Jesus. I will share testimony. I am born for signs and wonders. I'm born for miracles in the name of Jesus. It is from glory to glory for me. In the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I trust you, Lord. I'm not trusting chariots. I'm not leaning on any man. My trust is in the Lord. I trust that I will receive letter of joy. This month, I'm going to receive letters of joy. I will receive letters of joy. I will receive good news. I trust you, Lord. We say trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean out on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will bring it to pass. Good news will come to pass. I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. There's nothing impossible with you. I trust you, Lord. I trust the Lord with all my heart. That I will receive message of joy. I will receive message of joy. That will bring joy into my heart. I trust you Lord. I trust you Lord. Tell him you trust him. The Bible said there was a man that the king trust. He said this thing cannot be. Me I trust you Lord. Some trust in chariots. Some trust in horses. But I will trust in the name of the Lord. Good news will enter my life. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, you said there will be letters and news of joy. Lord, before the end of this week, according to your word, let there be great news of joy in Jesus' name. In this house, let everyone under the sound of my voice 
have a testimony of letters of joy message of joy good news of great joy let it enter their life in Jesus name let every disappointment turn to appointment let every discouragement turn to promotion in the mighty name of Jesus let good news enter life in Jesus name father is anyone that is sick in the house let there be supernatural healing divine encounter divine intervention divine healing divine favor to somebody here I prophesy divine open door in the name of Jesus Yeah.